Okay, go. Anytime. Premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Wu, and my very good friend, Mrs. Berry. And if you have no idea why we're listening to that song tonight, you obviously aren't part of the Hot Flush Facebook page because if you were, you would know that my son Jack competed on the Gold Coast this weekend for the National Aerobics Championships, where they place fifth out of 20 groups. And no. it, the whole video is up on that Facebook page. It's going off. <clears throat> People are excited and exhausted. I've watched it four times. I had to lie down. It's very, very enthusiastic. Very enthusiastic. And, um, and must, I might say, Jack seems like he's glowing. He does love it. Yes. He does love it. He's the only boy registered in the whole of Australia. Really? At the national championships. It was the talk of Gold Coast, I tell you. Oh, it would have been the, the talk. Gold Coast. Have you seen the boy? Have you have seen, seen the boy? boy? Someone's got a boy. And you know why oh. he wanted to do it? Because he was able to get a, a professional spray tan. A professional spray tan yes. was the motivation. Was the motivation behind this whole journey of him reaching for the stars when it comes so to glowing the... glowing not only just in happiness, but glowing in... In sparkly tan as well. He didn't go. He went the double dark. Double dark, which is was was a, a little bit controversial considering he's as pale. Yes, he's. I wouldn't say alabaster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've had I've had a weekend. You've had a weekend of contradiction. So let's talk about the weekend before we talk about our week. So we've done two very different things this weekend. I have been all around Sydney watching the big one uh, play in the semi-finals of league and union, and they're both teams are through to the finals next week, which I'm sadly going to be away for a girls' weekend. Oh, I see. <laughs> Look at that maternal support. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? How was your weekend? Uh, we did a flying visit to Adelaide. Well, was there a particular reason? Well, Rob was 50 last week. Of course, happy birthday, <clears throat> Roberto. There's a couple of things I want to discuss about that. One, and really this is the only point I want to discuss about it, I do not appreciate the number of people who were like, oh, he's older than you. I thought he'd, like, gone a cougar. You're joking, are No, you? I am not accepting. I was, I was actually, actually quite hurt. Like, he is a youthful looking 50. I've got to say. Of course he's a youthful looking 50. The man's had unbroken sleep for, you know, 48, you know, no, all of his life. All of his life he's had unbroken sleep. Yeah. And it, does he look 20 after 20 years his... I've had unbroken sleep. Does he look after his skin? Because his skin is very. No, he does mm. nothing. Actually, it does get quite, quite um, dry. So then he exfoliates the shit out of it once, moisturises it yeah, once. And that'll do him. And then he just does, it, does that until the next time it gets a bit dry, like a couple of months later. Is he on the celery <clears throat> juice diet? Oh, no. No, he is not. He's not on any form of diet. In fact, his diet, 
you know, involves a fair amount of beer and a lot of carbs. He's just one of those lucky bastards. I'm just waiting for it to all turn around and bite him on the ass, but no, I don't but want it to not, because he's you not know, fat at all. No, so unfair, Kim. I know. I just am going like, you know, I'm just trying really hard, and I just. I'm just the bumbleardiest I've been for quite some time. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm not happy about it. <clears throat> yeah, my, my middle's not going away. My personal trainer said the only reason to get rid of my gut is if I quit alcohol altogether and never eat another Zinger burger in my life. And I'm just not ready to commit to that. No. No. So, yeah, I think I know what I have to do. You know, I have to... Eat less, move more. Uh, well, not even that. I just have to eat less and not drink as much. And then I will actually lose weight. But here's the thing. <clears throat> Don't actually really like feeling really hungry. And oh, no. It's not a nice feeling. I've just like rolled a bacon and cheese roll with barbecue sauce on a toasted panini. Oh, yum! That was so good. But, so we had today um, – so we went down yesterday morning. We got down sort of mid-morning. We went to their favourite cafe that was around the corner from where they used to live in. And we went – did brekkie there – and then we went, walked to the Weedy, which is this awesome, um, well, just this awesome pub, like really uh, safe pub, but, and just, anyway. So we went there and then met, uh, and then a whole heap of Rob's friends came. We just spent the afternoon there and then we went out to dinner for this amazing So basically just ate. <clears throat> and then this morning, do you want to know what happened this morning? No. I woke up at 7.30. Oh, yes. Sorry, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up at 7.30 with Grovey ringing going, what time is my baseball? And so had that, my bladder was going to, I did a wee, went back to bed. We had a chat and Rob and I sort of chatted for a while. Then I fell back to sleep. You don't know what time I woke up? When? Midday. Fabulous. Midday. Do you know last week we didn't have a podcast because I was in the country. Oh yeah. Perambulating. Yes. One day I got up at one o'clock. <sighs> what the fuck? And I'd gone to bed at 10. I know. Like we got and home. I didn't move. We got home last night at like 11, woke up at 7.30 for maybe half an hour and slept until midday. Midday. I got up to make a cup of coffee and Mrs. Webster was pouring a red. <laughs> so we woke up and then we went for what was going to be brunch but became lunch. And I had gnocchi for the second consecutive meal and it was so good. Rob was like... If I ordered another one, would you have something? <laughs> yeah. So I had one and a half serves of gnocchi for lunch and then I had a cherry cheesecake. God. And so I can't sit here and bitch and moan no, about being no. at my heaviest. No. Are you at your heaviest? I don't know because I threw my scales out. Good girl. So I don't think I am. In fact, I know I'm not. But I just feel very uncomfortable in Sometimes my Sometimes I just want to eat fried chicken skin. Oh. Pff. I have Mary's wanna... fried chicken. Yeah. Oh, I just want to eat pasta, like every meal. Oh. I just want creamy pasta. Okay. How was your week? <laughs> okay. So we haven't, so it's been two weeks, right, since we did a potty. Because I had to do escape to the country. You did it, yes, an escape to the country and then it snowed. And then it snowed. <clears throat> and then I had to do an escape to Adelaide. Um, I've had a bit of a mixed bag. When I'm with people, I'm Okay. I'm, I'm happy, I'm engaged, I'm doing. And the minute I am not with people or I'm in just my own headspace, it is... It's noisy? Not, it's not a pretty land. Is it it's noisy? It's like black and dark and sludgy with oh. sort of just 
sharp knives and shivs and yeah and my monkey brain has been going a bit yucky too and i'm just like and then when i'm with people i'm like it's great i'm really great so i i don't know what's going on seriously i don't i think it's quite lucky in a way that you you go out to work so i've got to cope with it a little bit yeah differently because i don't go out to work because i work from home um, so that's why I listen to a, a lot of radio and podcasts and stuff just to shut my own brain up. But yeah. sometimes I can lie in bed at night and just go over shit. Like just yesterday, the... my yeah. mum's gone overseas today and I rang her a couple of times last night and I eventually, and I said, look, I'm trying to ring you to say have a good trip. And eventually I got onto her and she was just really flat. She was just like, yeah, mm, mm. And so then I thought, oh, she's got the shits with me. So then I went over oh, and over and over and what have I done? And what, maybe I didn't do enough and, and maybe I haven't been supportive enough. And, yeah. and so then I sent her the big, like, I, I kind of got the feeling you've got the shits with me and, and if there's something you, yeah. we need to clear up, like, let's Before do, you go, let's can we, do yeah. that. Um, yeah. And then, you know, talk to my girlfriends about it. I'm being a mole. And then she just emailed me saying, look, I love you. I just was a bit off last night. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so, thank you. So I, I have I've been like four hours all night stressing that I've done something to upset you. But that's the other thing. And I was talking to Mr. Woog about this today. Something that I've been trying to do is not people please so much. Yep. And you know what? People are okay with that. Yeah. I know it's surprising, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? Mm. Yeah. Like, I know. If you go, no, actually, that's just not going to suit me, they yeah. go, oh, okay. Yeah. It's... Whereas normally I'd put myself out, put my family out, put everyone out yeah. to try and make that person happy. Yeah. And it's just, I think it might be part of growing up, Kim. Is that what you did tonight when you said, I think we shouldn't do it tonight? And I yeah. went, no, we're going to do it? Yeah. <laughs> so I just ignored you? Yeah. But I knew that what you were saying was right. Um. No, I think that's a really, I think that's really true when you actually just go, that's not going to work for me or no, I can't. And Rob has been the one who has taught me that no is a complete sentence. And you don't actually need to offer up no. a reason. You just go, no. Yeah, no. Nah. No, not happening. Uh, so we were actually having a discussion about whether this sad brain, sort of angry brain has come from, is part of the whole seasonal affective mm-hmm. disorder but in sydney how can we claim that when this winter i mean it's been fucking glorious to be it has honest. been glorious like been sun glorious. i think that big blue skies every day my my like cycle over the last four years as you know my doctor has pointed yes. out to me that I, I go to her room and cry every july a week after my birthday um but today you know and i've been outside all weekend watching fucking, fucking football, football. Every other photo was like you're on the sideline again. I'm going, oh, enough already. Do you know one of the coaches, and I won't say who, said to my son, if you, if you uh, make a penalty, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> and I stood there and I was like, I don't know whether to be outraged or whether... This is a thing now, or I, like I, this is when you this is when you start to realize that your kids are no longer your jurisdiction. I know, and because he is the kid that he is, yeah, I know that he can cope with that. Yeah, he just goes but, right, okay. But Whereas I, you just go, don't you talk to my boy like that? Oh yeah, I know. It, it was it's pretty full on. Was that the sweary one? That's the league. Yeah, the very sweary coach. I'm going to write a children's book about it. <laughs> 
the other thing that I have realised is I've been tending to make things not make them harder, but make them hard, if that makes sense, in terms of uh, they just become like this, I've got to get this done and I've got to do this and I've got to do that and and not actually letting myself enjoy it. So this is... So can you give an example of what you mean? Work. Okay. I love my job. Mm -hmm. I love how busy and stupidly insane it is and that I've got 15 balls in the air, but I've shifted it into this but i think that would be good for your brain too yes because it will fill your brain with other things rather than how right shit you are i've been putting this i've been putting this i've been putting this um shade over it in terms of putting this angle on it of like you're not good enough and you've just got to do it hard you've got to do it harder and you've got to do it more and you've got to do it this and you've got to and so who who are setting these these goals? It's you. Yeah, yeah. Why? I don't know. This is it, right? Why? Why do we do this? And I'm not. I know I'm not alone in doing it. Yeah, no, no. And no. so this is such a learnt behaviour that I think we get from when we're probably quite young, at least though probably through schooling, mm. and it just comes down. It compounds on your head. So here I am talking to my boys about you have to be enjoying your learning as much as you know the fact that you've got homework and you've got find find something in it that's interesting of you for you find you know find the little bit that's like oh wow you do that if you do that then you do that or whatever and meanwhile with my own job I'm making it like this steel rod and that I'm not good enough and that I just have I'm not working hard enough or that I'm not serious I can't work any harder but like it's just like (laughs) And I think... But that's also something, I think, to do with our age, the mid-40s, and and from what I gather, having done what I've done for 10 years and and we've got this beautiful community surrounding this podcast, is that there is a confidence of crisis that happens when... Crisis of confidence. Crisis of confidence happens when you start to doubt your abilities. Yeah. Yeah. And when you think about it, we've been around the block a few times. I know. And my, my shrink has always said to me through decades... Look to the facts. Every time your brain yeah. starts to do that, look so to the facts. So does Dr. Susan. She goes, look at the evidence. Yeah. And when you look at the evidence, I just go... But your brain tries to trick you the whole fucking does. time. And that, it's exhausting. And I've yeah. worked out that that's actually where my exhaustion is coming from. It's coming from my brain being relentless on me. Do you meditate? No. Yeah. Sometimes I think when I'm going, like when I'm circling, that the circling, we yes. talk about circling the drain. Yeah. When you're thinking, I, I've got to either pull myself out of this cycle yep. or I'm going to think. Yeah. Sometimes a little bit of meditation helps me through. And what when you do it, like, do you listen to something or yep, do you just I, sit? No, no, no. I, I use, um, there's so many apps. Just find the right app for you. Right. Um, and they're free and they're just, they're helpful in quietening your mind a little bit. Okay. Like I had got myself up to at one point, I was supposed to be up in Brisbane and I had, I was doing some stressful stuff with my head, but wasn't yeah. that stressful in real life. And I thought, I can't go. I'm just going to have to cancel. I'm just going to have to cancel. And then I lay down on my bed. I did 20 minutes of uh, meditation. I yeah. got up, I packed my bag and walked out the door. It was okay. quite, yeah. Yeah. Have a look at that. All right. Um, I, 
uh, I'm tired, I'm busy, I'm unmotivated, which is yes. a recipe for not being that great. And I have these beautiful new sheets on my bed, which I've... They're so I've nice. Go to Baby Mac, add to cart shop, and honestly, I've Velcroed myself to them a little bit too much lately. <laughs> but I did go out on Wednesday um, and had a cooking class with Gary Meehan. I know. Did you like my snarky comment yes, about the, that? Yes, that was really bitchy. And <laughs> I, I really did was. really laugh. I don't think we'll repeat it. Though. No, I don't. No, it makes me look like a monster. It did make you look like a monster. <laughs> I was I was cooking with one of the Real Housewives of Sydney, and she wrote um, Miss Berry. He wrote a less than flattering yes. comment to me, not publicly. Um, but I'm going to tell you, she was hilarious. I loved getting to know her. I'm she sure. was so funny. She was like, I know, I basically know everything. If you need if you need the best piano teacher in Sydney, I can tell you. If you need a, a Thai assassin to go to Malaysia and take out someone. I know the person. Like, she was absolutely hilarious. But um, and someone asked on the page, how did I get to go cooking with Gary Meehan? Well, once upon a time, I was known as being quite influential you were in the a, media. You were a woman of influence. I was so a woman of influence. influence in, in social and this media. is before the Insta mums who, interestingly enough, I was speaking to the head of the PR company and she said they're also – What's that vacuous and like they're not really doing anything meaningful? The life yes. that was her, not me. I'm sure they're all lovely and they're all like doing wonderful things in the world. Um, but occasionally I get invited, as does Kim, to launches and yes. product things and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I never go because like I'm not interested in dishwashing tablets or no anything. Else. But a cooking. Although, do you remember that dishwashing one we went to years ago that was in that house at the top of? In the eastern suburb somewhere. So oh, one my... side looked out to the ocean and the other side looked out to the city. No, that was air freshening. Was it air freshener? Yeah, and they, they sent limos for no, it. No, it was fairy. <laughs> Remember? Because it had Cavitas Kav- or that, that chef... Someone Cavitas, that's not how you pronounce his surname. And remember, and we all had to drop the dishwashing liquid into the water or something and then drop something else in and we could see how it dissolved. How much money did they waste on shit, shit like that? Like, we were just like, oh, the canapes are really good. <laughs> I would only go Wash to something. If okay. I mean, if there's booze there, I'm pretty much there. Yes. And yeah. um, so when I got to this Gary man, he did... 20 minutes of a cooking demonstration. Um, the client was Weight Watchers, which I'm not I'm not going to work with a weight loss client. But um, I got to take Mrs. Goodman along because she's my food editor. And then I said, <laughs> well, only come if you give us cab charges. And they said, here you go. And I was like, well, we're going to go to the seafood markets and eat some lunch. Yeah. So then I thought, oh, shit. As I got there, I thought, clients, Weight Watchers, there's not going to be any wine with lunch. Yeah. And? They gave us a smoothie. Oh, uh, Really? Yeah, oh, a beetroot that. smoothie. A beetroot smoothie. Fuck, that would have come running out my ass while it was still actually going in my mouth. Anyway, so then they <laughs> opened up and there was a big kitchen there. So then we got to cook, which I didn't. I just sort of loitered with intent while Mrs. Goodman cooked. Mm. And then they opened these big doors to a beautiful dining room with champagne everywhere. Oh, Because they knew that if they invited, because it was all media and a couple of... Bloggers. You can't invite um, media anywhere if there's no booze. If there's no booze, they said they'll never come back. No. So they'll never go to another Weight Watchers launch ever. Anyway, so then mm-hmm. I um I we had this beautiful I had cauliflower rice for the first time. Did you? Yeah, oh no, I didn't hate it. No, I don't think you need to hate it. It's just when they want to do it if it's just presented to you as cauliflower, then yum. But as soon as they start going, here's 
a cauliflower pizza base. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, just going. No, no, no. That's where no is a complete sentence. No, no, no. <clears throat> so I had a really nice lunch, but that's how I ended up at Gary Mann's cooking school at the Sydney Cook Seafood Markets. Not terrible. I went to uh, I, I went to the launch of Cooper's new. I'm surprised I didn't get invited to that vintage. Well, I know. I'm, yeah, sorry about that. I'm surprised I didn't get invited because Cooper's and I really we've got a history. Anyway, keep going. Oh, well, they do every year. They do a seasonal vintage, and it's a It's a beer that lasts like so you relatable. Put it down. It's so yes, relatable. that's right. You put it down. You, anyway, I got to. I went to. They said, "Oh, there's a media briefing first, and then there's." A, a launch and I did a story on them for this last issue and so I was like no no I'll go because you know you know, it's good the Coopers big company it's good to yeah it's good not PR. a tampon company yeah and then I felt really shabby like I just didn't I felt really off and really but you're flat. off the booze still aren't you oh no <laughs> uh, and, uh, and that lasted like uh, not even a week um, and so, I, but after this weekend, I actually have sort of gone, okay, let's try that again, but ask me on Wednesday. Okay. Um, and actually I'm going to a launch event for a whiskey on Tuesday night at NOLA at Barangaroo. So maybe ask me next Tuesday. I do like a nice whiskey. Do you? Yeah. Just on the rocks. A little one. Yeah. Just on the rocks. Okay. It's a palate cleanser. Oh, palate cleanser. Speaking of booze. Um, oh, no, hang, hang on. on. And so... Anyway, I, and I was like, I was going to can. I was going to just ring them and go, look, I'm sorry, I'm not well and not go. Liar. And I Oh, went, no, you weren't. Uh, no, I felt, no, I did actually feel, and I went, no, this is, you know, this is important. And I went, thank God I went. Like there was only, there were five, there was five media and they were all brewing publications and me. And there was Dr. You Tim. You must meet some interesting Dr. people. Dr. Tim Cooper, like the, the founder. Cooper. Yeah. Well, he's like the third generation. Or well, you see, generation. my I, I took a photo of me drinking a Cooper's at the footy once and Cooper's um, saw it on Instagram and they sent me like five cases of beer. Yeah, but that's what they're like. They're just the most, they're just, it's a family business. Yep. The, and then the, the two I see, like the, the second brewer in charge, he's worked with them for like 25 years and then their head of marketing, he was there. He's like done the same. They're like a family. and Well, I mean, they are a family. Because his brother and his sister are both on the board. They're all so smart. He was studying to be a cardiologist in the UK and his dad rang him and said, I think we're going to save it because I think the business, like it must have been going under. And he said, look, we think we, we think it's going to survive. There's a job here for you if you want. And he just, and so Dr. So will Tim, I save hearts or will I destroy them? Yeah. And so Dr. <laughs> so Dr. Tim just sort of went, well, if I'm going to come back and do that, then I need to learn how to make beer. So he stopped his cardiology, like his medicine degree, went and studied that, but then went back and finished his cardiology. So he's a doctor, like a proper doctor, like a fully legit doctor. And then his, I think his sister's a barrister and his brother's a doctor. Like they're just one of those, just the gene pool is strong. Anyway, that was was, um, quite a lovely night. But get this, like it had to be there at six and we did the briefing and then there was the launch afterwards with all the publicans and all of that. And I didn't hang for that because I'd done the first. So I was out. It was a tidy night, out by seven. Um, I wrote an article today. Yes. It was called Rethink Your 14th Drink. <laughs> oh, oh, God. It's been a long time since I've had 14 drinks. I know. because I, And the reason this article came about was I, I did canteen duty on <gasps> on 
One of the days last week. Wednesday. Yes. And one of the mums came in and she didn't look well. Dude, are you okay? And she goes, I accidentally drank a bottle and a half of red wine last night. On a Tuesday by herself. Ooh. Well, she must, you know, and I'm no judging. You oh, no. do not know what's happened in her no. life. Like I her can, husband I might can, have just left her. I can put away a bottle of Prosecco quite you know anyway and it reminded me of I'm and she was my trolley she but... was very hungover and i was kept saying well what about we get some crudités with some hummus and yeah and then i was like chocolate milk's always quite good or why don't you have a potato pie and a sausage roll yeah like a sausage like, roll uh, like but everything was making her like look greener and it wasn't until exactly like it was eleven thirteen, she looks at the clock and she goes i'm better now Oh, poor darling. Imagine having to do a canteen with the sweaty, oh, the revolting sweats. hangover. The alcohol sweats. And it reminded me of of my penultimate hangover, which I now judge every other time. Mm, should I have an extra drink? And you go... Okay, so um, uh, Jack was six months old. Harry was two. Um, I hadn't had a drink for two and a half years, basically. Yeah. This is pregnant and breastfeeding. Some mum organised the mother's uh, (laughs) daycare mum's night out. Oh, God. And so I went to a restaurant and it had wines. It was lovely. No, no, it was lovely. And then she goes, oh, let's go up the Crowey and and dance. And I was like, yeah, because I hadn't been out for a million years. Yeah. And um and my tolerance was zero basically, and then she started buying shots. And oh. the next morning, oh God. I was and I, you've got two I got up, I had a two two in nappies, and I'm like, holy shit! And it was it was a Sunday, and I remember Mister Wood came in with his suitcase. He goes, I've got to go to Melbourne. I'll be back like tomorrow. <gasps> oh no! And no. Jack was lying in the playpen, like on the playpen thing. I was lying in the kitchen with my cheek on the floor, yes. trying to get the coolness in, <laughs> thinking I was going to die. And then Jack did a Mr. Whippy poo because he had no nappy on because I hadn't put a nappy back on. And then Harry had a tantrum and then I just said, no, I am never putting myself through this again. <laughs> It was the worst. Is... Do you have one that stands out? Because a lot of my readers are sharing theirs and some of them are quite epic. Um, so rethink your 13th drink, people. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first night that Marina and Bronwyn met Rob and Oscar was in. Oh, was that the margarita night? Yeah. <laughs> that was the frozen margarita That wasn't night. that long ago. That wasn't that long ago. And Oscar was in hospital with cellulitis and... So all the plans of, like, meeting Rob, they were, we were going to meet at Manly and, you know, blah, blah, blah. all of it went out the window. It was like, you just have to come home. You have to come to my house. So it was the first time I think maybe he'd met the boys, maybe the second time he'd met the boys, and we spent the afternoon at the hospital and we were meant to be there for, like, oh, no, and then, then the next day was even worse. But, no, that was the day, and we went up to the hospital, and we were meant to be there for like ten minutes, and we were there for four hours. Mm. And in that time, they gave Oscar like a some prostate check up his butt, and they did all. Oh god, it was hell. Anyway, um, but yes, that night, uh, Marina and and Bronwyn came over, and Marie and Bronwyn's husband at that point had a coffee van that had like a slushy machine in it. Oh, so he came over and had put margarita mix into the into the frozen slushy machine and then filled ice cream containers with it that had secretly outside of my knowledge gone into our freezer and then marina and rob just kept plying me ali and bromwyn 
full of frozen margarita mix. To and the it's point, just like slushies. You can't to the even point tell. That it reached a point where we were out on the back deck and I was making dinner. So that, of course, had taken five times longer because I was just off my nut. And then I was sitting there eating and I literally just fell off a chair onto the floor. I've still got the scar on my knee. And everyone laughed except Rob who came running over going, oh, honey, are you sweetie? Are you all right? And the girls are just pissing themselves. <laughs> and Bronwyn goes, so I guess this means there's no lemon meringue pie. And then, and then of course, it just hit that point where I just went, I'm out. Like, it's going to cut you know, and just vomiting. i tell you what. And oh. there's photos of me. There is a photo. Oh. Bronwyn took a photo of me curled up on my bathroom floor. So it's like three years ago. Oh, you know better than that. Three years ago. This was like 17 years ago. And so then the next morning, there's a picture. There's pictures of me, Bronwyn, oh. Ali and Marina. Marina looks like a model because she just had been sneaky and not drinking it. Bronwyn and I look like, it's seriously like mug shots, like absolute horror zone. But uh, yeah, that, so that's probably my most recent. But I didn't have that many, I've only had a couple, like that was a shocker. Yeah, that's not really. It's, it's, it's quite good to have them on three. occasion. Only yeah, three. I think you only get really three memorable ones. Three in my uh, life. You know, one was and my then... first job. One was in uni. One was like, End of high school. And then I got an email from someone accusing me of glamorizing alcohol and women. I said, You read that post and tell me which part's glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you read me that whole thing and, and, and well, just underline the parts that are glamorous. And I know we're going to get to the reader's questions because, but someone actually said something about how, um, you know, someone actually asked hot flushes and alcohol. I think when I drink, I get more hot flushes. Oh, yeah. And it's like, Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you do. Absolutely. Because when I have. You know, and to be to be fair, while I haven't, I just haven't been going as hard on alcohol in the last month as I was before that, and they definitely have dropped off. Oh no, absolutely! There's a very very strong correlation between alcohol and even one of our. Um... And then I've had a weekend of. I mean, I didn't. Well, Sonia, yesterday I just had two gin and tonics and two glasses of wine, or like, and that was it. Sonia asks. Like in terms how is of Kim going lots with, of social stuff. How is Kim going with her no alcohol until New York? Yeah, no. Well, that hasn't happened. But, you know, it's 10 weeks. It's 10 weeks till New York. Louise asks, if you have influenza, stay the fuck at home. And also, please don't come to hospital saying your GP told you you had the flu, but you aren't feeling better after 24 hours. No shit, Sherlock, it's the flu. Obviously, Louise has had some... That's, um, yeah, my boss had the flu shot. Yeah. Still got the flu. Mm. Got one of the, like, got influenza one or something. She was out for the count for a week. She's been back at work. She said, I still feel terrible. And it's week three. And then someone else said to me, no, it's six weeks. But you're, like, once you've had sniffling. the flu, I'm sniffing, but mine's sinus and just, it just won't go away. I don't, I like, it, it all I don't like it that you're in my fresh room sniffling. <laughs> Tanya, mammogram completed today. Just a reminder, ladies, to get them done if you're due. Yes, and sadly this week we've learnt that one of Mr. Woog's best friend's wife, who's 50, um, has just been diagnosed with a really aggressive form of breast cancer. Yeah. And it's not a great outlook. So, you know, just just get them done. Get it done. Get it done. Um, I've been catching up on the podcast, asked Vanessa. I wonder if Kim puts her bra back on for the journey home after the podcast. <laughs> oh, that was from Vanessa. I don't think I did, did I? I don't think I did. 
I've just taken my I've just taken my leggings off. I know, off. she's taking her pants off. I just take my leggings off because I was having a hot flush because I, you know, did have wine this weekend. Wine seems worse for me than No, I'll tell you what is the best. Vodka lime and soda. Heaps of ice. Yeah. I, I don't seem to like, yeah, if I, it's wine is the thing that seems to actually make me get them yeah. worse. Yeah, white, white wine particular. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's the enemy. No, I am I am going to try. I'm going to try again this week and I'm also <laughs> trying going to try. I really do want to lose some weight before I go to New York. That's a plan. <laughs> you know, let's see how that goes. <laughs> Ask me to borrow what I ate. You know, I'll probably start with waffles and end with bloody, I don't know, Tim Tam smoothie or something. Tim Tam smoothie? I don't know. I just made that up. Okay. Carol, any firming up for the date for the crow's nest piss-up catch-up? Um, <laughs> I live in regional New South Wales and so I have some planning to require. Oh. Okay, Carol, we're going to firm that up this week. I'm going to put okay. that in the show notes here. Show notes. Uh, date. For 100,000 listens. I think there's a lot more than that now. There is. Well, I think we're up to 110. No, there's more than that. Oh, God, really? Okay. I'm going to give Kim the floor, and she has not been uh, clued in on this. Oh, no, and I She's lying not. down now, so I'm worried that her trachea is, like, <laughs> not going to be as clear as it should be. <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. I'm ready. On the list. On the list. <clears throat> Why is Alan Jones still relevant? Go. He's not relevant, but he has listeners, and while he has listeners, advertisers will pay to be on there. Who are these listeners? I don't know what the demographic from taxi drivers. I don't yeah, I don't know what the demographic is. I am presuming that it's an older demographic. Yeah. Uh, and the interesting fact is is that with that as that demographic ages, they're they actually right wing. Yeah, oh yeah, they're all conservative. Yeah. But as that as they age, they have less income. And so he's actually lo- so advertisers will reach a point where they go, okay, well he's not actually appealing to markets that are far more lucrative. Mm. But they're not doing that at the moment. Mm. I, I think the and whole... who does advertise? I want someone to compile a list of the companies that advertise no on one that show. No advertises with us. Well, I know. Well, yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's an ongoing, an ongoing thorn in our side. Don't you have a PR degree? Yeah. Fucking dust it off, dude. Oh, no, I hate that. Stuff. Um. Yeah. Well, it was interesting when we did this work with the Today Show. How they all basically said commercial television is fucked. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's fucked. And I just think um, I would and, really and like. And, and, that's, away and I sort of think that would be interesting that if someone did a list of those who advertise on Alan Jones' show, and if there then was some sort of movement against, like there was then some sort of. Well, he did have a bit that. of a fuck up this week. With the throat, with the with the sock down, sock down the, the throat. throat of the New Zealand. It was taken out of context. Of course, he meant put a sock in it. Like. And the fact that that was acceptable. And Julia Gillard's father died of shame. Yeah. Oh, it just goes on. It goes on and on. Gladys should be in a Hessian sack, like thrown into the harbour in a Hessian mm. sack. Revolting. So we, oh, Repugnant at the end human. of that, why is Alan Jones still relevant? Mm. We think that his relevance has got a very short shelf life. <sighs> But there's a whole heap of those. Relevance a really interesting word to use in that question. That's a very good question. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I, I, look, I do look at the radio landscape and, like, you know, they obviously hate women on radio, which is why they're all turning to podcasts. Mm. Um, so you've got to wonder whether you would be... 
and and the reason we podcast is because one of the bosses at a very big radio station saw this about five years ago, three, yeah. four years ago, and said the future is podcasts. Yeah. And look, and he has built like Wushka does the podcasts for everyone. everyone. I know he's a smart man. He does actually do them for News Limited, which you know, yeah. but it's not like you know. Where's the dollars from News Limited coming to us, Rob? Katrina, <laughs> this will be gone for you, actually. Mm-hmm. Should I charge my 21-year-old uni student rent, or is home a sanctuary? Bit over the BS of keeping the man-child. Yeah. So, at the moment, I am not charging um, Felix rent, mainly because he's only working, you know, he's not working full-time yet and that sort of stuff. Uh, I think it depends on how much they work, how much they earn, and then what else they're doing around the house. Like, are they washing their own clothes? Are they eating the food that you buy or do they just buy their own food? Like, there's a whole number of factors in there. So if they're still eating dinner that you make and if you're still washing their clothes and, you know, then, yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't need to be a huge amount. Like, just you know, whatever, like 50 bucks a week because it's showing them Yeah, that yeah, they have to contribute to the household. Rachel, I love this one. Why, oh, why is my neck beginning to resemble a scrotum? <laughs> Seriously, my face isn't too bad and then I look down in a certain light. Rachel, can you go on Google Woog's World Early Onset Vagina Neck? Because mine looks like a vagina. <laughs> um, so you know there's a Nora Ephron book about that that I've never actually read, but it's been on my list since it actually came out. And it's called something like um, it, you Never Forget Your Neck or something. Um, your décolletage. Yeah. Um, yes. So, but it's terrible, isn't it? It's like, because, like, um, we didn't know. Oh, here we go. It's called I Feel Bad About My Neck. Came out in, um, uh, it says, I feel bad about my neck and other thoughts on being a woman. It was written by Nora Ephron and it came out in 2006. And, uh yeah, it won the Indies Choice Book Award for Adult Nonfiction. Look it up. And I've heard that it's I've heard that it is fantastic. So yeah, but I love that. I feel bad about my neck. So mine's not too bad at the moment, but I reckon that's because my thyroid is three times the size it's meant to be. <laughs> and and it's plumping it all and up. And I'm just pushing, you know, I'm pushing up in I'm pushing up the kegs. So <laughs> I reckon once I start to lose weight, I that neck's going to start looking like, like an turkey. old man, old man scrotum. Franka, you two should get a gig at the Jean Hales Comedy Health Gala event that happens every late August, early September in Melbourne. It would be perfect for you. Oh, be perfect what's for that? It. I don't know, but can you get onto that? Because that sounds fun. That sounds really fun. It's and Jean Hales does that amazing. Like, they're, she's really good. Yeah. Or she. Like, the company, they do all that really good stuff around women's health. Yeah, well, let's do that. That okay. sounds like an easy thing Although, to do. Although, you know, yes. It's... Dorothy, no one tells you your eyelids get stretchy as you age. So much harder to put makeup on. Also discovered I have the hooded eyes. Went 51 years without this information. Dorothy, go and see your doctor. You can get that fixed. Yeah, um, my, my mother-in-law's just getting it done yes. this week, I think. You can get that on Medicare. Yeah. 
Go, go, do, deal with. Makes and because you know How dare you not to be able to put eyeshadow on? Yeah. Oh, a bit controversial, but alcohol use and abuse in menopausal women. I think it's really, yeah. really prevalent. Yeah, I same. think so Terrible much. I know for... that I, like, I know I'm one of part of that. Terrible for mood, sleep, and hot flushes. Actually, we've, we've actually can't gone over a fair bit of that in yeah, we the, did. the yes. podcast already. Yeah. Um, I know that, you know, and I even wrote, I had a wine at lunch today and an hour later also almost melted. Um, yeah. Stay away from the wine if you can. Um, try not to use it to self-medicate. Yes. <laughs> Which is so easier said than See, done. See, I had a rule. like, So I used to basically not drink during the week at all. I'd drink when I'd go out on date night with Rob and then yep. on, say, Saturday. And, um, and and I sort of had a rule of just not drinking alone. You know, so yeah. this is a home with the kids. Like, why? Why? Yeah. Why? You know, just don't. Well, now Rob lives with me. <laughs> I'm not lying. Every day is a date night. Anyway, Michelle, you've got some very interesting and good information there to help you along. Um, um, but, yes, I think it is actually a really big issue. Yeah, of course it is, and it's it's a huge issue. And I don't want to, you know, sound alarmist, but, like, drinking drinking a lot of alcohol increases your risk of breast cancer. It increases... Your risk of all cancers. Of all cancers. But it's, it's it no really, good for your brain. No. And I've got a teenager now who... We'll go and have a few beers on a Saturday night and I just like bore him to tears with information about, you know, how your brain doesn't develop till you're 25 and blah, blah, blah. I love Lorna's question. I wish I had a question. I just keep forgetting shit. <laughs> hey, I can't find that thing that that person was okay, talking well, about. Okay, it's, well, it's in the thing. <clears throat> oh, oh It'll be under events. A friend of mine has been nagging me to listen to your podcast for months now. So on a long drive, I started, and to say I'm addicted is an understatement. <coughs> Sorry. I would like to see a talk show with you two. <laughs> Keep up the good work, ladies, and can relate to almost everything. Have yet to shart, thank goodness. Oh, look, it's in your future. That's yeah, fine. You Just sound, embrace it. You're probably only 32. Yeah. You probably are. Women's Health Week Comedy Gala. We, we just keep going over that now and it's really boring. Watery eyes. Is it a menopause oh, thing? Oh, no, I think it's... I don't, oh, My I don't eyes know. seems to be constantly leaking and it makes putting on makeup such a chore. My doctor thinks it's allergies, but I'm not convinced. Oh, I think mine's allergies. Yeah. And also at this time of year... You know, with the bunnies coming out and the wattle coming out and yeah. all the things that are sent to kill us coming yeah. out. Yeah. Um, my sinuses all... and my hay fever this winter, and I think it's probably been because it's been You've so been dry. You've been sniffy bitch, I've got to I say. Have been a... Oh, you can't talk, miss, like I'm dying of, Well, you I, know, well I had a bowler. Miner's coal lung or something. I had a bowler, thank you very much. Oh, I, I had know. it twice. I know. You did fuck all. Everyone else bought me soup. Yeah, well, I was busy. <laughs> I was actually. I was busy working. How am I meant to come over here and look after you? Well, where are your priorities? I know. I need to have a good hard look at myself, don't I? Yeah, I give you fucking chicken elite pies. I know. You give me fuck all. Oh, God. The lack of baked goods has been noted. Just pull your pants down. I'll just go down on you. That will fix everything up. Jesus, Kim. (laughs) Come on. You just pushed me to it. Anyway, yeah, my sinuses and my hay fever have been terrible this winter. And I'm sure it's because it's been so dry. Like, I scratch my eyes 
so much that I'm going to get hooded eyelids, not because of genetics, but because I just scratch them so much. Do you know, I think I found a stretch mark on my face the other day. What? Yeah. Oh, I think I might have some of them along my chin. Yeah, I know. I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, just just spack fill of that. Oh, dear Lord. How many bintangs are too many, Roxanne asked, asking for a friend. I said eight. <clears throat> and she wrote back, oops. Oh, <laughs> it depends. If you're wearing the bintang singlet. Yeah, you know. and, and then if that's the case, get off our page. Yeah. Yeah, that's Carolyn, correct. having to wear glasses more and more. Wear for distance sight now. Readers, prescriptive yes. glasses, pros yes. and cons. I think it's multifocals and I'm so old. I have multifocals. I can't basically see anymore with no, my I glasses. No, I can't. I have my multifocals and I then have a pair I, of single looking, lenses. I've just taken my glasses off and I'm looking at the screen. I can't read any of that. I have multifocals. I think there's been a lot for me lately of just feeling... And I know we touched on this, I think, the last episode where I was just like, I'm sick of my body just not feeling great. Mm. And then I go and I'm sick eat of it just... a serve and a half of gnocchi. And but, but you know what I mean? But back and... in the day, you used to be able to eat a serve and a half, a half of creamy gnocchi and not shit yourself for the next 20 minutes. Yeah, that's true. It's like the cheeseburger churn that we talked about yeah. the other day. Yeah. I had I cheeseburger know. today. Did you? Yeah. What you need is some of my pancreatic enzymes. <laughs> Because they'll probably help digest it better. Pancreatic enzymes. I know, right? Pancreatic fucking enzymes. What are you looking forward to? <gasps> what am I looking forward to? Um, I'm actually really looking forward to going home and seeing my kids. And next weekend, oh, next weekend, we are going to the Central Coast for the weekend with Grovey for two days of the Coasties Cup, which is a baseball Are you staying in a cabin? We're staying. Let me just tell you where we're staying. Hey, you should have a meet-up. We're staying. No, there won't be time. We're staying at the Mercure Kuinda Waters um, Central Coast. Mercure Kuinda Waters. And uh, because we booked so late, because we booked so Who did late. That? I did it. How cool is that? Oh, God. What have you done? I'm shaving it tomorrow at night. He's given it a mullet. It's good, It's isn't not it? a mullet. No, I like it. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. Okay. Can you just pause that, please? No, no, because we're almost finished. Look at yeah. it. Yeah. I'm shaving it at Nudgies tomorrow. How did you do it? Clippers. Okay. Off you, you go, It's very straight. You've done really well. Do you like it? Yeah, I do. Do you like it? Yeah. Give us five minutes. <laughs> oh, hi, Isabel Barbara. My older son's just come in and has shown me his homemade mullet. It's not a homemade mallet. It's a it's a fade. God, I don't know how much I can deal with this anymore. <laughs> I really like. I just it's, I've never fully relaxed. No, because I just don't know what's happening next. Yeah. Do you know what? That's it. That's it. That's it. Never because fully relaxed. That's never the fully relaxed. Title. Because Rob and I yesterday got to the weedy in Adelaide and we're waiting for everyone to arrive and we just had this was about an hour of just nothing like no we didn't have to be anywhere we didn't have to do anything we were just there waiting for people to come and we both looked at each other and went oh that's my the God. title of the podcast yeah because like i was pretty relaxed and thinking we're getting through this we're doing that gonna have a shower i'm gonna watch some telly and then my son comes in and shows me that hideous haircut that he's just giving himself yeah <sighs> i know We've always got to be on. I'm looking forward to going away this weekend down to my friend's house at Cottage Point. Oh, are you doing Cottage Point this weekend? 
When am I ever going to get on that list of the like the A-listers? You're too busy. The A-listers yeah. Well, look, I go away. You have friends who've got farms and houses and places to go, and you're always invited, but you're always too busy. You had I'm too many too children. Busy. I did. So, yeah, so next weekend we're going to be in Wyong, but because we left it so late to book a room, we've had to get some, like, extortionate suite. So we've got this two-bedroom suite with views of something, I don't know, the golf course or some shit, and um, hilarious. But I'm actually kind of, like, really looking forward to it. I don't know why, because we're just going to be watching baseball for two days and then having a team dinner with people I don't know. Go to Pearls on the Beach. Oh, yeah, that would be really nice. nice. Even for lunch. Maybe we could do that. Maybe we could take Grovey there on the Friday night. (gasps) Do it, but book now. Yeah. Um, We are looking forward to that. Okay. We are Um, signing off now. I'm going to a conference this week about food safety. It will actually be really interesting. That's who I've become. We are signing off now. Oh, we are? We're signing off. Oh, and I've got the whiskey launch. Thank you so much (laughs) for joining us at this week's episode of The Hot Flush. We so appreciate And you know who our favourite people are? Our favourite people are the one who writes the reviews on iTunes and also our Patreons, which yes. we don't give enough love to, I don't We think. don't. We need to actually start doing extra things for, for our, our Patreons. Patreons. Pa- Patreons. And if you don't know what a Patreon is... Google it. Google <laughs> <laughs> Kim, we'll put a link up on the Facebook page. Thank okay. you for all the comments on Jack's... Um, <laughs> Hijinks. Aerobics. Hijinks, I think we can call it. Yeah. Um, and thank you for always being so... You know, we've never had to kick anyone out. We've never had to do anything. No. That's so nice. No. There was just that man once who... That guy in Singapore who tried to be... Pretended to be a woman... And then said something about it all being in our and minds. And big love to Andrew so and Anderson, who continue to be and, beautiful and to and the Cam. whole, and Cam to the whole group. And we've had a couple of new people join, so welcome. Yes. And as we like to say, just keep looking. I'll turn it off.